I'll drop in to see Lacey's Colony House out at the Magic Mall. You're listening to Public Access America, a big brain podcast produced by Jar Codes. Find Jar Codes on Twitter and Facebook. Find Public Access America on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Smart Radio, and Player FM, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and more. Find our videos on YouTube, subscribe, and review. Exclusive furniture, you'll agree. All of the finest quality. You really find it worth your while for furniture in early American style. Drop in to see Lacey's Colony House out at the Magic Mile. Welcome to the underworld. I love America. It's been my home all my life. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. In America, watch you and attract your every move. They're even putting poison in your food. In America, people are trying to see the truth. But it's too late, and there's nothing we can do. In America, just watch your favorite show and watch the news. So they can quit already with your news. In America, obey the law, support the I love America. It's been my home all my life. If you don't know the past, you're only doomed to repeat it. Welcome to Public Access America. This is your history. This is your country. This is America. Join us in listening to some of history's America's best speeches. Created by Jarcodes Productions. Go back in time with us right now on Public Access. be peace or war? The fateful question posed by Warren Austin, head of the United States delegation to the UN, set the mood of the world at the century's halfway mark. The seating of nationalist China's delegate on the Security Council precipitated a clash between the free nations and the Soviet bloc, which only ended with the abrupt departure of Jacob Malik, head of the Red Delegation, a blunder they were to regret when the invasion of South Korea by North Korean Reds came up for consideration by the Council. In the absence of Soviet obstruction, the Security Council voted overwhelmingly in favor of armed intervention to protect the Korean Republic. It was the first police action sanctioned against an aggressor by the Parliament of Nations. men throughout the world learned to look on the brutal face of communism. Berlin, powder keg of Europe, saw a mass demonstration of indoctrinated young Germans on May Day. France was also beset by communist-inspired strife. Red Union members adopted violent methods to prevent the unloading of Marshall Plan aid. And across the world in Japan, America's stronghold in the Pacific, the busy commies were at it again. Students went on a rampage in Tokyo with something less than successful results when opposed by Japanese police aided by occupation military police. 
but far more sinister to Americans was home front communism. Union Square in New York was the backdrop for these scenes of red violence. From their ranks will come the saboteurs, spies, and subversives should World War III be forced upon America. Underlining the menace from within was Valentin Gubitschev, who received secret documents from Judith Copland, government employee. This Soviet functionary in the United Nations was deported following his conviction. But there was worse to come. A highly trained and well-equipped North Korean army swarmed across the 38th parallel to attack unprepared South Korean defenders. Caught off guard, they were all but overwhelmed until the United Nations took its historic vote to intervene. While the Korean Republicans fought a desperate delaying action, a United Nations police force with General Douglas MacArthur as Commander-in-Chief was formed. During the early days of UN action, General MacArthur fought a grim defensive battle. His troops outnumbered three and four to one. Stubbornly, forces under his command clung to a shrinking beachhead in southeast Korea. And for months, the Allies fought to keep from being driven into the sea. This, a savage war of attrition, in which no quarter was given by a foe equipped with the latest Russian armament. It was, in fact, a war of survival to gain time. The cost was high to Americans who bore the brunt under the UN banner. For here they faced an enemy who ruthlessly slaughtered prisoners, many with their arms bound. Scores died before red guns as they stood helpless. Yes, the cost to free men came hideously high as they bought time on the rapidly narrowing perimeter of their defense. In the first months of conflict, casualties mounted with terrifying speed. But 12 nations had rallied to the United Nations banner. High on the list was Canada, which organized a special brigade of crack troops for duty wherever they might be sent by the United Nations. Thousands left for staging areas in the United States before embarking for the Korean front. With help of this kind, plus air contingents and ground forces from other nations, the tide seemed to have turned when a brilliant strategic move was made in the amphibious landing at Incheon, port city of Seoul. Between 35 and 40,000 men were landed behind the enemy's lines in an operation executed without a hitch. Seemingly, the war had reached a turning point as the fresh troops started an encircling move of the North Koreans. Well armed and equipped, they moved steadily forward toward the Manchurian border under an air cover that hammered incessantly at North Korean supply lines and industrial centers. History may well record that air power spelled the difference between victory and defeat in the opening phases of the struggle. Fair weather and foul, they ranged the skies round the clock, bombing and strafing. The end of the war seemed in sight as the Allies pushed north toward the North Korean capital of Pyongyang and further northward to the Manchurian and Siberian borders. Then it happened. The Chinese Red Armies, numbering hundreds of thousands, swarmed over the frontier against thinly held United Nations positions. Confronted by overwhelming numbers, UN armies were forced into inevitable retreat, while men wondered whether Red China would touch off World War III. Again fighting a delaying action, UN troops paid heavily in casualties. Facing a foe that often outnumbered them 10 to 1, the Allies gave ground slowly, marching through temperatures that sometimes reached 20 below zero. 20,000 trapped near the Chosin Reservoir slogged and fought their way 60 bitter miles to the evacuation port of Hungnam. Through snow-clad mountains and icy passes, they held off 200,000.
Would the atom bomb be the answer to the Chinese hordes? President Truman said that it was under consideration. On his word alone rested the decision to unleash this awful force. The world shuddered at the thought, for this catastrophic weapon struck fear in the minds of men all over the world. It mushroomed into the symbol of modern destruction. This man had devised, and in the year 1950, its power edged ever closer to him, leaving death in horrible form in its wake. Its harvest of misery would be limitless, sparing no one. It might well mean a world of men ever fleeing its fury, a world in which no one might again find peace and security. With troubled hearts and minds, men turned to the solace of religion and prayer. Hundreds of thousands of pilgrims thronged to Rome for Holy Year. As ominous events crowded the mid-century, five short years after a devastating war, men of all faiths prayed for peace. And while man hoped for salvation, he could also work for it. Through the framework of his world parliament, the United Nations, symbol of man's hope for tomorrow. this new podcast, Public Access America? You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and even the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's so cool! Not good, not But are you a German spy? Because that sounds like technology. It's like that new thing, the radio, or a newspaper for your ears. You can even follow their production company, Jar Codes, on Twitter or Facebook and find all new episodes posted every day. Oh, that's cool. I don't care nothing about no planes, but I gotta hear the latest episode of Public Access America now. Oh, watch the bomb. You can even go to their YouTube channel at Public Access America and find great videos from our time. It's so cool. Go check out Public Access America. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.